Hey friends, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, and I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars. And that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, friends. It is your girl, Kristen Denise. How are you doing? I hope that all is well in your world. Um, before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to share what to me is great news. Um, just another podcast update. Last episode, I shared how, you know, we were in like nine countries, including the U.S. And, you know, we'd have um, 170 followers or something like that. And we'd had almost a thousand downloads and I was really excited well I am even more excited to share that we have now had um just in this last week over 1100 downloads our last episode also has crossed over into being one of our top episodes so thank you guys so much for loving on me and just listening in and finding that it's beneficial um a little sweet moment I saw two students that I've had the chance to work with in the past and they were like, oh, my God, I love your podcast. And I was like, oh, thank you, babies. And it it really made me want to cry. But I wore makeup. So I did it. I don't want to be out here looking like Lottie from Princess and the Frog. But it really did warm my heart to know that these young women could find value in what I had to share um, and that they were regular listeners. That brought me joy. So to all my regular listeners, please know that you bring my heart joy. Thank you so much seeing something here or for hearing something here that is worthy of your time and attention. I know you could be spending time doing a ton of other things, but you are allowing me to join you on your journey. And for that, I am eternally grateful. So thank you. Um, and we made it into another country. I found out someone in St. Martin is listening. So my friend in St. Martin that's listening to the Black Girls Guide to Self-Care, thank you so much. Um, love you, share with your friends and your family and your neighbors and continue to do what you need to do to be more than okay. And um, hopefully I'll continue to be a part of your journey in that. So thank you uh, for adding me to your world. Um, I think that's all my updates as far as the podcast. So thank you guys for just continuing to help me grow, to share the message of self-care for black girls and all women, but for me specifically black girls, um, so that we can be out here and be well as we shine and do our thing and you know because black girls rock but when black girls don't take, take care of themselves they also break and I don't I don't want to see too much more of the breaking I want to see us taking care of ourselves and being proactive and making sure that we're here for the long call to participate in the fight to enjoy the life that we are fighting so hard to make possible um, and to benefiting from the fruits of our labor now let's jump into today's episode So I share often about um, having anxiety and depression. Unfortunately, um, my depression is back. So, eh, you know, that adds another layer of things to deal with. Not the end of the world, but definitely puts a a different lens on the world. Um, Nothing I can't handle. But again, 
who wants to deal with it? No one. Let's be very honest. I don't. And I had some moments last weekend, actually. I had some really beautiful moments. I did go to the Apple Orchard. If you follow the Instagram page, you saw pictures of me at the Apple Orchard. I did make it out and it was a lovely time and I got to take some students and that was delightful. And it was a great experience for them. They had never been before. Um, So there is beauty in that. It was really a great day. And then I also found myself just in uncontrollable tears that night Um, and just an unexplainable heaviness that just kind of fell down on me like a wet blanket. And that's, you know, unfortunately how depression kind of rolls up into my world sometimes. I deal with a seasonal depression, but it usually doesn't kick off to like November 1st. So this is a little early for me, which also had me annoyed. But, you know, alas, we're here. And what I realized is that because I have this diagnosis of major depressive disorder and because I understand that my depression comes in cycles and while my cycles of being fine can be extended and long and my cycles of depression, relatively speaking, are shorter, um, it comes and it sometimes it takes me by surprise and I can't make it go away magically, but what I can do is give myself permission in the moment to kind of regroup um, and get myself to a place where I don't just function. I can still thrive because I, I know from experience, I believe with all my heart that even while dealing with the challenge of depression, even while dealing with the challenge of anxiety, I can still thrive in this life. Right. I have depression, but I still got a 95 on my chemistry test. There is that. Right. I have depression, but I still got to laugh and smile at my goddaughter. You know, I have depression. I still got to create new memories with friends. Um, I still get to see my family today. Shout out to my auntie, Jackie, my uncle Robert and my cousin Amanda, who I'll see later on this afternoon, which will bring me undoubted joy. I still get to go shopping with my auntie this afternoon. All the things that I love um, and that helped me to thrive, even while facing this challenge of feeling this deep, heavy sadness sometimes or sometimes a void. So I sat down and I thought about the things that I have been able to do to help me reset when that happens, when those tears suddenly flood my face. And I don't know where they came from or where this deep heaviness or the sadness in a sense kind of attacks me (laughs) out of the blue. Um, What are the ways that I help myself to press the reset button so that I can continue to not only function, not only survive, but to thrive? So here they are, kind of in no particular order. At least I don't think they are. It might, as I talk, shake out to be a specific order that I do them in. I don't think the order matters. I think doing them matters. So here we go. The first thing I'm going to say is give yourself permission to feel. I have found that a lot of times when that sadness overwhelms me and I know that I don't, I'm doing air quotes that you can't see, have a reason to be sad. I get frustrated with myself. Like, why do you feel this way? Like your life is good. You have careers that you love. You're doing well in school. You're accomplishing your goals and dreams. It's fourth quarter, sis. You are out here winning. And I really am. So why in the world do you feel sad? Or why do you suddenly feel overwhelmed? Like, what's wrong with you? Let me help you out. Talking to yourself that way, having those thoughts, having those feelings, does nothing to make them go away. It does nothing to help you move forward. It does nothing, nothing whatsoever to help you to get back to a place of thriving and actually extend your periods of sadness or being down or feeling the void because you're berating yourself and you're beating yourself up. So you're not processing the emotions that you have. You're not processing the feelings that you feel. You are trying to fight them 
And fighting them doesn't change them. Fighting them doesn't help them go away. It actually just makes them last longer. So number one, I guess this is an order at this point. The first thing I do want you to remember to do, if you have moments of feeling, in a sense, out of control or having this deep sadness or anxiety or whatever the case may be, give yourself permission to feel whatever the feeling is. You don't have to stop it in the moment. You don't have to, you know, give a reason for it. You just have to accept and acknowledge that, hey, this is how I feel right now. It'll make a lot of sense to me, so it probably won't make a lot of sense to you, but this is where I am. Give me a moment to figure out what the feelings actually are and to see if I can understand what maybe the trigger was. Because sometimes there are small triggers that in our conscious, we're not paying attention to, but our subconscious is like sending off all these alerts and alarms and it's bringing all this other stuff to the forefront. So part of what I realized about the sadness is one, I came down from the super high of homecoming and being surrounded by black excellence and my friends and seeing my friends' kids who I love so much and like creating all these amazing, wonderful hype memories back into somewhat a drudgery of a day-to-day kind of like, and back on schedule, back to the normal, do this, do this, do this, do this. So coming down off of such a high, high, can lead to feelings of loss, can lead to like a feeling of a void. It can lead to sadness. So that's number one. Um, two, you know, I had to have a hard conversation at work. That's never fun. I thought I was fine with it and I had completely processed it, processed it apparently. Not the case. Um, and missing some loved ones, right? My aunt who passed away when I was in high school, her birthday was in September. I kind of glossed over it in September because I was like, I have too much to do to feel my feelings. Guess what came back up? my feelings. So those three things and probably some other things I'm just not even fully aware. I have a lot on my plate. I'm not necessarily sleeping a lot. Um, Unfortunately, insomnia is one of my symptoms of my depression and anxiety. All those things combined, of course, I'm going to have a moment of feeling overwhelmed. Of course, my body might respond by letting water leak down my face. Of course, I may feel sad. Like it's not abnormal it's not out of the ordinary it doesn't mean I don't acknowledge the beauty that's in my life it just means that while there is amazing abundant and beautiful joy there's also some of the other stuff there too and I have to deal with it so that's number one give yourself permission to feel number two it is okay to press pause so for me in the moment when I'm feeling a lot like that I kind of have to slow everything else down around me Because what you don't want to do are make snap decisions when you're feeling like out of your norm. Um, You don't want to make life altering decisions. You you might not want to make any decisions. Honestly, you might just need to take a minute and kind of gather yourself back to yourself. So when it happens at work, sometimes I arrive to work a little bit later because I may be coming from a meeting or I might be coming from a training or something. And the thing about kids and kids that love you is when they see you, they're like, they kind of pounce on you. And they're like, hey, Miss Kristen, Miss Kristen, can I show you this? Will you look at this? Can I do this? Can we read this? Is this snack time? Like, it'll be 15 questions at once. And that is extremely overwhelming. What I have learned to do is like, hey, guys, give me seven minutes. And literally, whatever time you need, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, And I'll say, hey, just give me a moment to kind of get in, to get my mind settled, to get myself in a good place. And then I can deal with your questions one by one, not all at once. I do the same thing with myself when these feelings come and when I feel overwhelmed by them, I press pause. If I'm driving, I will politely pull over or pull off the highway 
I will, um, if I'm in a place I can hum where I might've been, maybe I'm cleaning, maybe I'm washing clothes, maybe I'm, you know, whatever, I'll stop. Because I can, I can afford to stop. Usually you can afford to stop. Maybe you can't stop all day. Maybe you have deadlines and you're like, look, this is still due at noon, regardless of how I feel, or this is still due it by close of business and I need the time to get it done. Pressing pause for even like three to five minutes to give yourself a chance to regroup is life changing. Because honestly, when you're having this flood of emotions, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're having all of this these feelings kind of attack you at once, you're not making good decisions anyway. You know, you're not processing well anyway. So you might as well give yourself a moment to get back to a good place so you're functioning at the highest level possible. So press pause. The next thing I would suggest is meditative breathing. So research shows that when we start to feel like extreme emotion, when we begin to feel overwhelmed or we get those signs of anxiety or depression, we stop breathing properly. Some of us stop breathing altogether. Like our whole body tenses up. You pay attention the next time you feel either extreme feelings or you get angry or you get really sad or whatever. Everything in you kind of tenses up and you stop breathing. You literally, you, you hold your breath basically. Uh, almost like you're trying to... Um, create like a fortress or a barrier between you and whatever is going on around you. But when we hold our breaths or when we start breathing really shallow breaths, um, we are not oxygenating our brain, which means it's kind of stuck. And when the brain is stuck, you're functioning on reflex. You're functioning out of your fight or flight. You're not making necessarily sound decisions. So meditative breathing helps you to re-oxygenate your brain. It helps you kind of open up your thought process so that you can get back to making good decisions, which is why you should press pause anyway, so that you can take this moment. Meditative breathing doesn't have to be long, but um, it should be done. So my favorite meditative breathing exercise is four slow, uh, or I'm sorry, four slow deep breaths in and then four slow breaths out, right? And so I do it and I do it to a kind of four. So I breathe in for a kind of four through my nose. I breathe out for a kind of four through my mouth. I do a set of four and I take a pause. I do another set of four, take a pause. And I usually do it at least three times. Sometimes I've done it six times in a row to get as much clarity of mind as I could. Um, actually did that with my mom. She was she got lost. She was driving to support a friend who lost her mom at a funeral. She got flustered. I called her by mistake, actually, or what I thought was a mistake, but it seems like divine timing. Um, and I had her do that. And it helped her to reset and regroup so that she could then go in to the service and be a support to her friend. Um, so the same is true for us. When our brains aren't functioning because we're tense or we're overwhelmed or highly emotional, you know, we're not in a, a position to make our best decisions. Taking a pause and doing either three, somewhere between three to five sets of that, you know, breathe in through a kind of four through your nose, out for a kind of four through your mouth. Doing that really helps you get clarity of mind. It helps your heart rate to slow down. It brings your blood pressure down and it helps you to get back to a good place where you can have soundness of mind. So meditative breathing. Another one, call somebody if you need to, to kind of emote, express, you know, you know, the people in your life who can handle that. Um, I have friends. I'm very open again about dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. I'm very open when I'm in those spaces. I have friends who I can reach out to. I can send a text to say, hey, can you pray for me? That's what I need. I can send a text to say, hey, can I talk right now? 
for some of my friends that are local. Hey, can I come sit on your couch? I have a sweet, sweet friend. I mentioned her before, Melanie. I was just dealing with a lot at one point, somewhat overwhelmed. I had to go to her house and drop something off. I walked in the door. She had a cup of hot tea for me. Game changer. It was soothing. It was warm. It reminded me that I was thought about. Uh, it helped me to calm down and slow down in that moment to get back to a, a good place. And like we got a chance to chat, not for very long because it was late, but she created space for me to express so that I could get back to that clarity of mind um, and not be so overwhelmed by all that I was dealing with. And I am eternally grateful for that. Right. That was over a year ago. But I remember it like it was yesterday because of the significance of it to my life. So phone a friend. If you don't feel like you can phone a friend, phone your therapist. If you have a therapist, if you don't have a therapist, consider getting one. If it, it seems cost prohibitive, there are so many programs and things out there now. There are community therapy programs that function on a sliding scale. There is Talkspace, which is an online therapy, which costs, I want to say that like a fourth of what it costs to see a therapist in person. And that's somebody you can leave a video message, you can text or chat with, you know, and help you to get through what it is that you need to process in the moment. So don't be afraid to invite people into your world. Um, I've learned that by inviting people into my dark spaces, they often come with their light and they light it up and it helps me to get back to a better place. And it's also why I'm not afraid to visit and enter into other people's darkness because I know that I bring a light with me and it, it just helps. Um, it's okay in that too, to be honest, like one of my closest friends, you know, I called her and I was trying to check on her because she was also having a hard time, but she knew I was having a hard time. So she didn't answer her phone because she was like, I didn't want to make your hard time harder. And I was like, I totally got it. But she called me when she could and we were able to commiserate and laugh together and catch up together and find healing together. So, you know, don't be offended if somebody can't answer you in the moment. We're all dealing with things, um, but be appreciative to those who show up for you when they can and how they can and where you both walk away better for it. So phone a friend or a therapist, phone somebody, but you don't have to walk through the dark places by yourself. That's the, the point of it. Find those people who don't mind walking in darkness with you and who will bring their light along. To, um, light your path back to health and wholeness. So I'm fortunate that I have a lot of people who like to share their light. Finally, remind yourself of who you are, right? I have sad moments, but I am a joy-filled person. My nickname is Sunshine. So while I may be feeling extreme sadness, while I may be feeling extreme anxiety when the world feels super heavy, I am still a person that carries so much joy that the name Sunshine was given to me by others. It's not what I call myself, um, but it's a reminder of what I embody and who I am and what I carry. Even in my sadness, I can still bring sunshine, right? Um, I know that I am a highly competent and capable person. So even in the extreme emotion and even if I don't feel like I'm functioning at what 100% for me could be, it doesn't mean that I'm not still out here doing good work with the work that I can do in the moment. So no, maybe today I can't give you eight hours because I'm going to need to go lay down because I'm overwhelmed and my depression makes me really tired um, or my anxiety keeps me up at night so I didn't get a lot of sleep. So I'm really tired. So maybe I can only do six hours of work, but that six hours of work is going to be the bomb, the best work because I produce excellence, right? And that's just who I am. 
So who are you? Are you a person that brings joy? Are you a person that is a problem solver? Are you a person that produces excellence always? Are you a person who knows how to show up for other people, um, even when needing people, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) excuse me, to show up for you? Um, Who are you, right? And let that serve as a reminder that while this moment may be overwhelming, while this season may be extreme, the phenomenal core of who you are as a human being still shines through. It still comes to the forefront. Um, And it's still there. It's still fully present, even if you kind of have to get through a cloud of darkness to get to it. So put up sticky notes if you need to put up sticky notes. I have words all around me. I have phrases all around me. I'm sitting in my room right now. And literally, uh, I have all these reminders like, let uh, all you do be done with love. I'm a person who functions in love, who func- who really at the core of my being wants all of my actions to come from a place of love. So even when I'm feeling sad, I can still function from a place of love. Even if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I can function from a place of love. One says she leaves a little sparkle wherever she goes. I shine. I am a bright light. Even when it feels like my light in my own life is dim, I can still find ways to be light to other people. She is clothed with strength and dignity and lasts without fear of the future. That is phenomenal as a person who deals with anxiety. I do not have to fear the future. I am clothed with strength and dignity. So while I may feel weak right now or overwhelmed, there's a strength that I carry that can get me through the darkest days. There's dignity even in walking in sadness because I can walk with my head held high. Like my mom sent me this beautiful um, canvas with all these words. Be good. Anything is possible. Be yourself. Smile. I mean, be unique. All this stuff. She bought it because it was a purple heart and that's just me all day. Um, But there's so much like nothing can dim the light that shines within. I am surrounded by reminders of who I am, the type of person that I desire to be in the world. Um, and, w- and what I want to show, not from a place of show, but because it honestly comes from the depths of my soul. So that helps me on my sad days, on the hard days. You know, my phone case says time to go be a unicorn. So in the mornings where it's very challenging for me to get out of bed, as I've expressed before, another one of my symptoms of depression, it's just hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. You know, when I finally need that motivation, like, OK, you need to really get up. I can look at the back of my phone that says, OK. It's time to go and be a unicorn and I can get up and maybe I can't be a unicorn for eight hours or 12 hours, but for the next four hours, unicorn on deck. And it's motivation to try my best, to be my best, to do my best with what I have to give in the moment while feeling my feelings, while pressing pause when I need to, while stopping to take a couple of deep breaths to gain clarity of thought before I make any decisions while stopping to go to therapy or to call a friend real quick for a pep talk or just to express an emote. Um, it's a reminder that even while I may be overwhelmed in the moment, I won't be overwhelmed always. And just like I'm overwhelmed in the next moment, I can actually be okay if I take the time to figure out and do what I need to do to be well. So that is all for today, folks. And it's just a reminder, again, do what you need to do to be more than okay because you deserve to be more than okay. So give yourself permission to feel your feelings. Press pause, take a moment and take some deep breaths. It's a game changer. 
call and reach out to the people who have committed to being there for you and being a part of your circle. And at the end of it all, remind yourself of who you really are. Um, And that person is a person who was born to change the world. So get out there and change the world, whether that's the world of your family, the world of your community, the world of your career or your school, or just the world inside your house. Um, Change the world, baby. You can do it. So I love you. Have an amazing week. And this has been episode nine of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self-care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com, and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, The Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self-Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self-Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year, that it is literally you living your best life. So till next time, be well.